2: All right, big Friday stretch. Yes, let's
3: get it. We're so close.
2: So close. We're there.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Good morning. Happy Friday, fam.
2: It's Friday morning. Thanks for being here. We're the Q Morning Show. The weekend, Metro Boomin'. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Morgan and Bill, how did you do as a celebrity bartender last night at Austin's charity event?
3: Horrible. I was so bad.
2: How many drinks did you make?
3: Three. <laughs> oh, a, no.
2: In a span of an hour, yeah. you made three drinks. Yeah,
3: okay. Well, the rules, first of all, is that us guest bartenders, and servers weren't allowed to make mixed drinks. So I was like, okay, cool. They were like, all you have to do is pour the beer. I'm like, I don't know how to do that because it's it's like you have to keep the glass sideways. You have to pull the thing all the way down. Then you have to pour some out while you're lifting. It's complicated.
2: I would have thought that the beer would have been the easy part. Just pouring a beer would be easy. It's
3: easy for most people, not for me. I can't do it at all. I took somebody's order. I was like, okay, I'll pour you the beer from the tap. (laughs) And I poured it, and I'm not lying to you. It was 75% foam. And, like, me and this person are just looking at each other, and I'm like, I can't serve you this. And he was like, no, I don't want that. And I was like, somebody help me, please. I was so bad. I
2: thought you would have run into trouble if somebody said, I'd like to order a Tom Collins. And then you'd be like, what? That's a Tom Collins. Exactly. Exactly, Morgan. <laughs> that used
3: to be our HR guy, but he left.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's well, he has a drink named after him. Uh,
3: but did, it was fun. After a while, I got the hang of it. Like I said, I only poured three drinks, and the rest I just socialized with people. But it was a great event. It was you, really great.
2: Did you get to meet Tim Misney?
3: I stood next to Tim Misney. I didn't say hello. Okay. Because I was... I was
2: Nervous. I would be intimidated. Yeah.
3: The whole time I was pretty... um. Anxious, Yeah. Because when when you're behind the bar, first of all, you know, there were actual bartenders that worked at Market Garden there. I felt like I was in the way a lot, mm-hmm. you know, because bartenders are fast and they know exactly where everything is and they got to keep people's tabs and whatever. And I'm like, I am in the way of these people. And then also, like i i didn't want to approach people and take their order because i felt anxious i it was just i could not ever be a bartender ever
2: i was looking at pictures on ig from last night was tim Disney wearing a hat
3: he was wearing a fedora
2: okay boy that had to throw everybody off. it really did I, mean, I was like
3: who's that guy in the fedora in the leather vest oh tim misney
2: yeah he's never worn a fedora <laughs> on his billboards or on the tv commercials I know,
3: right he's got to maintain that marketing
2: Lizzo's on now. You've got Q104 this morning. Lizzo's going to be here a week from tonight. Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104, Friday morning. It is Cinco de Mayo today. Yay! I don't really understand Cinco de Mayo.
3: It's the 5th of May. (laughs) Like, what's there not to understand?
2: But And I know that it celebrates Mexico's victory over the French in the Battle of Puebla.
3: Sounds like you know a lot about Cinco de Mayo.
2: Well, here's what I don't understand. They don't even celebrate Cinco de Mayo in Mexico. They do in Puebla. Okay. And the rest of the country don't care about Cinco de Mayo. But we do.
3: Yeah, I mean any excuse <laughs> to have tequila and tacos, right? Yes.
2: It's an excuse for me to go to Salatra de Tacarilla exactly. today. Um but my son Will, who will turn twelve next week, he is going to take Spanish next year in seventh grade. He's already signed up to take Spanish. And to get ready to take Spanish classes, he's been on my phone on Duolingo. Nice. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah. Okay. I, I have no idea what it is, but every day he asks me for my phone. And it's a fi- basically a five-minute Spanish lesson Yes. on on Duolingo that on he's taking. Nap. So I asked Will, I said, help us out. We're going to do Spanish class for the beginners today.
3: Oh, this will be a good... Uh Test for me, because, you know, I took eight years of Spanish. Uh I was really good at it. It was actually one of my, like, I wasn't good at math. I wasn't good at science, but I was really good at Spanish.
2: Awesome. Well, then you should be able to write along with Will. You should be able to, to jump right into this, to Spanish class for the beginner. Let's do it. All right, so Will's going to throw out a phrase, like a regular phrase in English, and it's a phrase that you might be able to use today right. in in your everyday life, and then he'll give us the Spanish uh, version. So here's, here's the English version first.
1: Hello, I would like a large cup of coffee and a bagel, please.
2: There you go. You could use that this morning. Okay. Go order a coffee and a bagel. Uh, so here is that phrase in Espanol.
1: No puedo esperar para bonarme en queso esta noche.
2: Okay. No. I don't
1: think that's right.
2: No puedo esperar para bonarme en queso esta noche. One more time.
1: No puedo esperar para bonarme en queso esta noche.
2: Okay.
3: Queso esta noche. Isn't that cheese at night? I don't know. What does that have to do with a coffee and a bagel?
2: I don't understand Spanish, Morgan. (laughs) I I have no idea.
3: I know coffee is cafe. I didn't hear any cafe in there, so I don't know if that's correct.
2: Are you questioning Duolingo? I I don't know. Or your son. (laughs) There you go. Use that phrase if you're going to get bagel and a coffee, though, today.
3: I I don't know if I would do that.
2: (laughs) Hollywood Dirt Sheet. That's next. It's the Q Morning Show. The weekend, Ariana Grande, it's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Morgan and Bill, there's a mystery in New Jersey.
3: What's going on in New Jersey?
2: On one of the riverbanks, they discovered... 500 pounds of cooked pasta.
3: Cooked pasta? I thought for sure you were going to say cocaine. It's been a while since (laughs) we talked about cocaine on this show. I feel like it's about time that we do.
2: I guess also possible cocaine, but in this case, it was (laughs) cooked pasta and, and someone had, uh, someone who found it, they posted it on social media and the thing, it's a complete mystery. Nobody knows why it's there. It's mystery macaroni. It's 500. (laughs) Mystery
3: macaroni.
2: I'll I'll find a picture and put it up on our social media at the Q Morning Show on Instagram. I mean, it's imagine 500 pounds of just cooked macaroni.
3: (laughs) And the fact that it was cooked.
2: Yeah. And it's just laying on the riverbed.
3: Who's cooking 500 pounds of macaroni? I
2: don't know. If I had to guess, I would say senior prank.
3: Oh, yes.
2: But that is just a guess. That is a
3: great guess. It
2: is a mystery there in (laughs) New Jersey. That's great. Okay, we have Trending Report and New Music Friday all coming up from the 1 800 Hurt Now Traffic Center.
4: New music now.
2: New music. New music. New music Friday on the Q Morning Show. New Music Friday starring Ed Sheeran today. Yes. Let's get right to it. So when did this album drop? Last night?
3: Yeah, today. Yeah, okay. at midnight. So this is Subtract, the highly anticipated new album from Ed Sheeran. And how ironic the timing that yesterday Ed Sheeran is found not liable for copyright infringement. And then 12 hours later, he drops his album.
2: Now I'm thinking that this lawsuit about copyright infringement was just a <laughs> elaborate marketing campaign.
3: No, he's not a piggy bank. Didn't you hear him outside
2: the courthouse? By the way, my album drops tonight at midnight.
3: <laughs> okay, so here's what I decided to do. We're going to preview the Ed Sheeran album and subtract. Um, I took the first song, the middle song, and the last song. So you kind of get a feel of how this album is going to go. Uh, the first song we have already heard, it was "Boats." Remember, that was a single. So this is the yeah. second song called Saltwater. Come and kiss me so. <laughs> Save your opinions until the end, Bill. I will All right. Okay, there's number one. Number two, this one's halfway through the album, called Curtains. What? Right! <laughs> Play the song. Okay, hold on. Can
0: you pull the curtains? Let me see the sunshine. I think I'm done in my place. And you found me anyway.
3: Okay. <laughs> I'm you're going to hate the last one. I'm thinking
2: that Ed, at this point, his songwriting process is just sitting around his house and just be like, all right, uh, boat, yeah. salt water, <laughs> curtains, uh, looking around, what else? <laughs> curtains. Okay, well, this Te- one. Tea kettle. <laughs> this one is you're going to love. I just
3: know it. What's this one? Ottoman? No, the Hills of Ab- Aberfeldy. Well,
2: then that's definitely not anything that's sitting around his house. Here when we go. I'm Home. Oh, Supposed
0: to, yet i know that i have never told you
3: there you have it
2: <laughs> i really like look, Ed Sheeran i do i like Ed Sheeran a lot i don't i don't know why i feel like i'm giving him grief
3: you are giving him a little bit of grief i get it though you have to look at it from the perspective of this album was a very emotional time For Ed Sheeran. So you're not going to get a shape of you. You're not going to get a shivers. You know, he was in lockdown. His wife was having health issues. Uh, He had lost his best friend. So this is definitely an album that is going to gear, you know, more towards that. But
2: there There you go. Go (laughs) Go get the Ed Sheeran subtract album. If you are totally into Ed Sheeran. There you go. Coming up. So. Morgan and I, we've been working together for a little over a year now, yes. and we do this show for you. Every decision that we make about this show, what we're going to do on the show, has you in mind. It's
3: for the people, by the people.
2: Because if, if you weren't here right now, we would not be here. I promise you. Yes. Uh, and So there's a change that we're considering making on the show, and we're just getting opinions before we change anything. We put a little bit Of this on our social media yesterday, and and we have varying opinions coming in.
3: Yeah, it's hard because it's pretty much split right down the middle.
2: It has to do with Battle of the Burbs. By the way, we have Battle of the Burbs at seven forty this morning for Blink One Eighty Two tickets. But we'll talk about what we're talking about behind the scenes uh, in less than ten minutes. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104 plays the hits Friday morning with the Q Morning Show. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Happy
3: Cinco, friends.
2: We're doing Spanish class for the beginner today on the show. On Cinco de Mayo, the reason why my son, Will, who turns 12 next week, is going to take Spanish next year, and he's getting ready by stealing my phone every day to play Duolingo. Yes. Or to take a Spanish lesson on Duolingo. And so I asked Will, I said, hey, why don't you give us a, a phrase in English and then give us the Spanish phrase so we can use it today? Okay. So it's like Spanish class for the beginner. So The
3: first one was questionable, though, I got to say. Well, I mean, I took... I took Spanish ten years ago, but I took eight years of it. Well,
2: he's twelve. He's twelve years old. Okay. and he hasn't taken a Spanish class yet. Right. I mean, he's still learning, so you got to give him a little bit of a little bit of slack. Okay. Uh, so here is Will's English phrase for us, and this is a phrase that we can use today in in everyday life.
3: Good morning. That's a lovely outfit you're wearing today.
2: See, that's nice. That's yes. something you could say to someone as soon as you get to work today. Good
3: morning. That's a lovely outfit you're wearing today.
2: All right. So here is that phrase in Spanish. So you can use this today on Cinco de Mayo.
1: Me gustaría mucho probarme tu pijama.
2: Me gustaría mucho probarme tu pajama. Probarme tu I don't pajama. think this
3: is right either. Where's the good morning? Where's the buenos dias? That's good morning.
2: Well, I'm not, I don't know Spanish. <laughs> I, I, I'm not really questioning it.
1: I think this might be fake news. All right. One more time. Me gustaria mucho probarme tu pajama.
2: All right. There I you go. don't
1: know about that one so either. Tell but... someone
2: about <laughs> that you think they're dressed nice today.
3: Uh, yeah, maybe. Question mark.
2: All right. Here is what is going on with us. Um, We are very much under the hood of the show right now, working on things, tinkering on things. And it's not coincidental because we do have a new boss. And he started on Monday. So there's been lots of meetings talking about the show. It's a very good time to do this. Kind of like spring cleaning for the show. Really? Yeah, kind of. Don't you think? Yeah. Kind of like reevaluating everything. Yeah, I would say so. And there's one thing that has come up that Morgan and I, we're not sure what to do about yet. Um, I, I, I have my opinion. I'm leaning in a certain way. Uh, Morgan, are you leaning in a particular way? About I
3: don't really have a strong opinion one way or another. I think I want our listeners to decide.
2: But it has to do with Battle of the Burbs. Correct. Which is a game that has been played on this show for a long time now. Yes. And when I joined the show uh, a little over a year ago, you know, I knew that Battle of the Burbs was big. But there were two things that I didn't understand right away. One is, where's the battle? Because it's really just one caller.
3: But rounds it, of callers. Right. Rounds and you, of callers. One city wins, depending on who answers the four questions right.
2: Yeah, I didn't get that. The other thing I didn't understand was because as we progress through the game and callers would miss the question, contestants would, would get a qu- question incorrect. When Morgan has to ask the question like five or six times, like I don't want to be over, tra- over dramatic Well... Here, but... <laughs> I want to take this pen and stab it in my neck.
3: How do you think I feel? You do nothing but push the buttons over there. How do you think I feel?
2: Am I being overdramatic? Yes. All right. When you have to ask a question on Battle of the Burbs for the fifth or sixth time, I want to pour gasoline over my head and light myself on fire.
3: People aren't listening as intently as we are. I mean, we like overanalyze every little thing where most times we're background noise for people. Let's be
2: honest. 100% correct on that. So before we make any changes, because we like to make a change starting on Monday, what we'd like to do is go back to. A two-caller game where it's one suburb against another suburb. Best Let's, of five.
3: That's what you would like that's to do. That's what I would like to do. I would like to do what the people of Cleveland would like to do. Because we put this up on our social medias, on Instagram and on Facebook. You know, which one would you prefer? Two people going head-to-head or, you know, how, how it's set up now. And it's pretty split right down the middle.
2: So what we'd like to do right now is just get one final round of opinions before we make any decision to change anything. And by the way, we do have Battle of the Burbs coming up. We'll play the usual way at 740 for Blink 182 tickets. But let's talk about Burbs right now. 216-474-0104. Should we keep it the way that it is, or should we go to the two-collar battle fight-it-out system? We'll find out next. Q104. Q104. Friday morning, the Q Morning Show, Q104 at 731. We have Battle of the Burbs on the way right around 740 this morning. Blink 182 tickets on the line. But we're actually talking about Battle of the Burbs right now because Morgan and I are tossing back and forth the idea of going back to the original format of Battle of the Burbs, where you have one caller from one suburb, another caller from another suburb, and we do a best of five Round of who can get the questions.
3: Yes, or keeping it the same, but as always, for the people by the people, don't want to make any changes unless it's what our listeners want. Yeah. And it's still, in my opinion, and, split.
2: <laughs> and we're, yeah, we're not going to have an overwhelming majority. I don't right. think. I would like if if we did. I think that it, we re- really wouldn't even be questioning this. Right. If it was overwhelming right now, uh, so there is one group of people that play Battle of the Burbs almost every day. They call up almost every day, and that is the carpool from Akron.
3: Today it's Liz, Liz with the carpool.
2: Liz is driving today. Liz, good morning.
3: Good morning.
2: Now, have you pulled everybody in the uh, in the carpool? How many kids you got in there? Four or five kids?
3: We've got
4: four. We just picked up the last one. We're bringing them up to speed. <laughs> <laughs> we we should... so yeah, we definitely have an opinion. Okay. okay. What
2: is your opinion, Liz?
3: They want they want the battle. They want a true battle.
2: Oh, my gosh.
3: So they want to go head-to-head against somebody else. Yeah. If you want to mix it up. Um, it's been a long year.
2: That is a pretty strong endorsement coming True, from the carpool. True, the
3: carpool.
2: Because those kids are cocky in that in that, <laughs> in that carpool. They, Thank you. They think they can take on anyone. Thank you, Liz. So yeah. call back in about 10, 15 minutes. We'll play. Well, we're going to play the original way today. Yes. Uh, or the way that we usually play. Hey, the Ostrich is on the phone. Curtis! Good morning, Ostrich. Good morning. Good morning, you two. What do you think? Go ahead. I personally think that a true battle would be great because if you would like to, you could expand upon it and say, all right, we have, say, like, Mayfield Heights and Shaker Heights have a Mm head-to-head. Create a bracket tournament and have somebody from that suburb call in when they win that suburb tournament, that is a great idea, Ostrich. Remember, Morgan, I had that idea last March. It's a lot of work. <laughs>
4: I'm
1: just yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot of work.
2: <laughs> well, our uh, boss shot it down. Our boss at the time said, nah, "Yeah, don't do it." Well, just, we got a new boss now. We do yeah, have a new we boss. Do have a
3: new boss? Yes. He,
2: he might like the bracket format. <laughs> yeah. uh, we will absolutely you can take care of the bracket,
3: that. Bill. I'll, I'll write the questions. You take care of the bracket. Oh no, it'd be fine. I think it'd be
2: easy. You just got to keep track of it. Yeah. Um, there's so many. Possibilities.
3: Yeah, there really is. So,
2: so many different directions. I can tell you this, we're not going to make any changes, if we're going to make any changes, until Monday. Yes. But Battle of the Burbs will play for the regular way, uh, coming up in roughly ten minutes. And a Hollywood dirt sheet. What do we got coming up in uh, Hollywood dirt this morning?
3: Well, uh, yesterday was the end of Ed Sheeran's lawsuit. We'll tell you how that panned out next. King,
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of. cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date
1: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a
3: fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
2: Call now to play Battle of the Burbs. 216-474-0104. Powered by Window Genie of Cleveland West. Eight clean windows and a whole lot more. Who's the smartest suburb in Cleveland. Your suburb is counting on you. It's the Battle of the Burbs on Q104. Will the way we play Battle of the Burbs change? I don't know. Find that's out. not the
3: discussion right now. Find have, out on
2: Monday. I was teasing for Monday. We have
3: Blink-182 tickets on the line.
2: That's what I was doing. I was just, te- I just wanted people to come back on Monday.
3: We have to get through this round.
2: <laughs> right. Again, i was just teasing. Yeah. That's all I was doing. Okay,
3: let's play. We have four questions, three seconds to answer each one. We have Westlake, Painesville, Rocky River, in Richmond getting ready to rep. Let's go to Brittany in Westlake. She's our first contestant. Brittany, good morning. Good morning. City of Westlake has 19 wins. If you answer these four questions right, you're going to see Blink-182. Are you ready? ready I'm going to be. All right, question number one. The MTV Movie and TV Awards are Sunday. What does MTV stand for? Music, TV. That is correct. We, music, television, music, TV, same thing. What is the name of the tallest mountain in the world? Mount Everest. That is correct. Question number three. In the alphabet song, how many letters are between L and S? L and S.
1: I don't know. I that, <laughs>
3: Sorry. Sorry, Brittany. Let's go to Paul in Painesville. Paul, good morning. Morning. City of Painesville has four wins. Are you ready for win number five? Yeah. Blink-182 tickets on the line. Question one. The MTV Movie and TV Awards are Sunday. What does MTV stand for?
2: Music television.
3: That is correct. Question number two. What is the name of the tallest mountain in the world? Mount Everest. In the alphabet song, how many letters are between L and S? Six. That is correct. For the win, Paul in Painesville, name one movie that Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore are in together. 51st date. 51st Dates, Paul. Go. Good job, Paul. Awesome. Crushed it. You're going to see Blink-182 at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse.
5: That's awesome.
3: That has to feel good on a Friday morning.
5: Yeah, for our yeah.
3: (laughs) I love it. Well, that makes win number five for Painesville. It might not matter because we might scrap it all on Monday, right, Phil?
2: Yeah, I want people to come back on Monday and find out.
3: (laughs) But it doesn't matter because you're still going to see Blink-182. Tell everyone listening who made you a winner.
2: Q-104. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Great to have you here this morning. We are the Q Morning Show. Sure are. Morgan and Bill, happy Cinco de Mayo today. Cinco de Mayo is one of those holidays I just... I don't really understand because no one in Mexico celebrates Cinco de Mayo.
3: Uh, any Ex- reason for Americans to have tequila and tacos, they're going to use it.
2: There you go. That's why I'm going to cilantro taco reunion today. <laughs> for sure. But uh, here's what we've been doing all morning long. We've been doing Spanish class for beginners. And that is what my son, he, my son is a beginner because next year in seventh grade, he's going to be taking Spanish for the first time and he's been practicing. He's been getting ready for this by stealing my phone and Doing a Spanish Duolingo lesson. There you go. And then after he's done with his lesson, then he'll scroll TikTok or something like that. And then I have (laughs) to grab. It's
3: just an excuse to get your phone at this point.
2: I have to grab the phone back from him. But I asked Will, I said, come up with some phrases that we could use in everyday conversation and give us the English version and then tell us how to say it in Spanish. And so that's what he did. Uh, This is the English phrase that we can use for today.
1: Would you like to have lunch with me today? My treat. Oh, that's nice. That is cute.
2: You want to take someone to cilantro taqueria today? I don't know about paying, but if you want to use this phrase, here's how you say that in Spanish.
1: Por favor, ayuda estoy siendo atacado por pajaros.
2: Hmm. Por favor.
1: That
3: is not.
2: Ayuda estoy siendo atacado. And
3: what was the original sentence?
2: Would you like to have lunch with me today? My treat. One more time. Por
3: favor,
1: por
2: favor. Ayara estoy
1: siendo atacado por There you
2: go. All right, just say someone that say someone say say that to somebody today. And, I don't and go have lunch. think
3: these are right, and we've had texts all morning coming in being like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> I'm not sure. I know the Spanish word for lunch is almuerzo. I didn't hear almuerzo.
2: Well, I don't understand Spanish. <laughs> I am not bilingual. <laughs> And my son is just starting out. Okay. So we got we to gotta cut him some slack. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what else is happening this weekend? The coronation. The
3: coronation. Big so, deal.
2: So th- this is something that I'm not into, but I know a lot of people are into this. In fact, we just had someone call up that said that they know someone who just flew over there. Yeah. To attend the coronation. So it's wild. L- we'll get into it. The coronation on the way. It's the Q Morning Show. Get up, get
5: up, get up, get up.
2: Waking you up. The morning. It's the Q Morning Show. We'll bring it right back. Q104, it's the Q Morning Show. Ed Sheeran, who had a new album drop last night, but he's not going to be a part of the coronation this weekend, right? Correct. That'd be a great way to promote his album. Yeah.
3: But <laughs> he was just in a big lawsuit. I don't think he needs any more promotion, really.
2: Does he have issues with the royal family? Is that why you think he declined?
3: I don't know. Maybe he knew he'd be in the middle of testifying.
2: Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, the uh, coronation is, now is it tomorrow or Sunday?
3: It's Sunday, the 7th.
2: Now, in full disclosure, this is not something that I'm into. It's just not my thing. Yeah, you Uh, don't
3: care about the royal family. I don't,
2: but I completely support you if you do. Like, I'm I'm not judging if that's your thing, if that's what you're into. Uh, And that's what we want to talk about right now. Like, who, who's into the coronation? Like, yeah. what's going to happen? What are your plans? Do you have to get up, like, at 3 o'clock in the morning?
3: Because I know people did that for the royal weddings, you know, whether it mm-hmm. was Harry and Meghan or William and Catherine or even Princess Diana. I know people, you know, woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning. But is the coronation the same as far as, like, the hype of it goes. I
2: mean, it's historic no Very. matter how you look at it. Very. It's a historic moment. 216 uh, 474 if you are planning on watching the coronation. Uh, now, Jane called. Jane's in Cleveland. Now, Jane, you said you know somebody that actually flew over there just to be a part of the coronation.
5: Yes. And she who- flew over two days ago.
2: And who is that? And
5: really loves all things royalty, all things England. Who is this in your and life? Found out that um, the Prince and Princess of Wales were going to be doing a meet and greet. What? Outside of a pub.
2: What? And that doesn't seem right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what radio and- stations do at at Cellular One on Saturdays between 10 and noon. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think the royal family did anything like meet
3: this. Meet and greets at pubs.
2: Yeah.
5: I, I guess the pub's name is The Duck and the Dog.
3: Okay. And this is your cousin that's in England? Yes. Yes.
5: And she, she has, met Prince William. She met Prince William. She actually curtsied to him, what? shook his hand, and they had like a five minute, five minute, listen to me, five second
3: conversation. Right. What would she you say to the future King of from. England? That would terrify me. I would yeah. be so scared. Yeah.
5: Um, She seemed to be pretty nervous, but yet wanted to seize the opportunity of a lifetime.
2: True. How long did she have to wait in line in order to meet royalty?
5: I have no idea.
2: Okay. I would um, assume
3: it would be a long time. Did yeah. you see? I mean, just the way that people in the UK react to to anything. Like, remember when it was Princess Diana's wedding or whether it was... You know, the Queen's uh, f- the funeral that they right. did.
2: which was like 12, mm-hmm. 13 out. Now, I'm not comparing the death of the Queen to Prince William at a bar right. or at a pub. Right, 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 right. But uh, it was like 12, 13 hours just to to see, to view the Queen. Right. And yeah. so, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Anyway, we have her number, so we can text her. Jane, we do we can you find care
3: out. about the coronation? Um, You can be honest. <laughs> you can be honest. <laughs> but... Uh, it's not
5: something uh, I would put at the top of my list. <laughs> okay.
3: We can leave it there.
2: <laughs> all right. Thank you, Jane, for uh, for calling up this morning and sharing that.
3: Absolutely.
2: Appreciate it. 216-474-0104. If you are into the coronation, tell us why. Tell us what you're looking forward to.
3: What is the hype all about?
2: Yeah. Miley's on Q104. It's the Q Morning Show. Good morning. 831 the coronation is this weekend. Sunday. Cheryl's in Cleveland. Cheryl, good morning. Are you personally invested in the coronation? I gotta hit that button. I'm I'm sorry, Cheryl. Let me go ahead with your answer.
4: <laughs> sure, absolutely. I'm um actually work with the Cleveland Museum of Art and we have seven pieces on loan. Um currently from the future collection of the future King Charles. So um it's part of our Tudor's Art and Majesty in Renaissance England um, exhibition that's on for one more week um, through 514.
2: I'm so happy you brought this up, Cheryl, because I'm aware of this, and it's because my wife is dying to go see this exhibit.
4: Oh, really? You, you've got to get her in there. It is amazing. Just a beautiful collection.
2: So her birthday is Thursday of next week, and she's like, we got to go to the Museum of Art to go see this yeah, Tudor. The Tudor thing. Yeah, you,
4: absolutely do. It was um, put together in conjunction with the Met um, and with one of our partners out in San Francisco as well. So um, it started out at the Met. Now it's um, with Cleveland Museum of Art and only be here through the 14th. And then it moves off to San Francisco. So
3: get it while you can.
2: There you go. All right, Cheryl. You know what? Cheryl can also be our official Cleveland Cleveland
3: Museum of Art correspondent. (laughs) I would love to. Yes, that that would be great.
2: Whenever we have to talk about art in any form, we will call Cheryl. Yes,
3: hold That's on. I got to get the Rolodex. It's okay. really just a Google Doc, but you know, it is what it is.
2: Hang on, Cheryl. Appreciate you calling <laughs> this you. morning and uh yeah, and letting letting us know about the exhibit. There you go. Yeah, I might see might see Cheryl next week there for my you wife's go. birthday. Q104.